0: Through their investment in the Minnesota corn checkoff, corn growers are fueling research and initiatives that build a more sustainable future for farmers and all Minnesotans. The Minnesota Corn podcast introduces you to the individuals who are shaping future ag practices, identifying new markets, and promoting agriculture with the non-farming public. Our guest for this episode is Angie Peltier, an extension educator for the University of Minnesota, housed in the Crookston Regional Extension Office. Angie, we're highlighting projects that utilize Minnesota corn's innovation grants. What is it that you've been uh, working on that's tapped into that program?
1: Sure, so thanks for having me here today. Um, uh, We have a project called Digital Crop Docs, And so um, this program started during the, the pandemic with support from Minnesota Corn Research and Promotion Council. At the time during the pandemic, we had um, kind of uh, restrictions on how much travel we could do to assist growers in the field. Um, and so this was sort of in response to that. We, we still wanted to be responsive to our clientele. And um, often during the, the growing season, we would get um, phone calls from people that saw something happening in their cornfields didn't really know what they were seeing. And so oftentimes we'd drive out and and take a look, look for patterns in the field and uh, look for symptoms on the plants and and give a a preliminary diagnosis. And so this particular program, Digital Crop Doc, did that so that we wouldn't necessarily have to go out and into people's fields. And so it's a website, all anybody would have to do is um, put into any search engine, digital crop doc. It'll be the first thing that pops up. and it's a it's a website that has a form in it. Um, and so people can um, submit up to 10 pictures. So um, oftentimes we would suggest that people um, take very close-up pictures, take um, sometimes people can backlight leaves, that can sometimes give us clues. Can take pictures from farther away. You can also take pictures of of the pattern of, of where those symptoms have developed on the plant. Um, they they submit all of those pictures. They they give us um, their phone number or email address and name, and um, they also provide many of the context clues that that we would need, and and those are the sorts of things that we would that sort of information we would gather if we made a field visit ourselves. But because we're not making a field visit, we would ask the the grower crop advisors to supply that that information. So for example, um, what what the past crop was, you know, what what was the, the previous crop um, to the what the corn crop that's growing now? How are the symptoms distributed in the field? Is it uniform across the whole field? Is it in random patches? Maybe it, it's in lower lying areas of the field or higher um, you know, hills in the field or maybe even only along field edges. Um, where are the symptoms on the affected plant? Is it is it just on the new growth towards the, the top of the plant or is it something that um, that uh, is in the older growth? Um, you know, all of these things, can help us to to kind of uh, play a game of 20 questions and come up with a preliminary diagnosis to help um, farmers to to make some management decisions in in the season.
0: You talked about how the pandemic sort of brought this service to be. Did you start from scratch in developing this tool? Did you use ideas from other universities? Did you have some sort of template already in place or? To just take us through that development process a little bit.
1: Sure. So um, I used to work for the University of Illinois Extension, and, and they had a, a program where people could come into any county extension office and bring a plant sample. Um, so they would bring, bring a sample. Um, oftentimes it would, it would help that, you know if, if they could bring pictures along too, And then um, the office support staff would upload that information onto uh, just an internal website. And um, somebody with that sort of expertise would would develop a primary or a preliminary diagnosis. And so I wanted to make it a little bit more automated. Um, And so we essentially started from scratch. All of those those contexts sort of questions that we ask. Um, the the program in Illinois didn't ask any of those, and so it was, you know, I saw what what they did very well, and then I saw some things that that could be improved, and so we we kind of combined everything and and made it uh, very specific to to um, our our university, our website, and we even include a. A frequently asked questions section on the website so what are some strategies folks can use for capturing photos that can aid in diagnosis how much does it cost well it doesn't cost anything because of generous support from from organizations such as minnesota corn research and promotion council um people um oftentimes so it could be something that that you know might need a little bit more uh you know, of a, a personalized touch. And so um, it might be something that isn't really rising to the surface as um, a diagnosis isn't isn't obvious. And so, you know, we still will go out into to fields um, if need be, but this is a way to, to try and make it so that when, when a farmer is in their own field, they can take pictures under really good natural lighting, which helps. Um, when people would bring samples into University of Illinois, you know, the lighting's not great. So it's, you know, these people aren't necessarily professional photographers. And so being able to take the picture under natural lighting can really help to uh, improve the quality of of those photos and aid us in a diagnosis. And so it's, it's just kind of uh our own ideas and, and combining what's worked in other states with those ideas. That's how we've made this work.
0: Since the launch of Digital Crop Doc, what has the farmer response been like?
1: You know, last year um, was was kind of a year where um, I think everything was sort of on hold, especially in my neck of the woods. We had exceptional drought conditions. It's sort of a historic drought in in the northwestern part of the state. Um, It was dry throughout the rest of the state. And um, as you you might gather, so many of our diseases are caused by fungi. And those fungi need oftentimes humid weather or wet weather to um, basically allow them to produce the spores that then go and infect our, our crop. And so, um, in a dry drought year, we're not going to get a whole lot of disease and so we got a handful of submissions last year and so that's why we're we're running this into next year and hopefully for the foreseeable future um just because you know it's it's something that that we see uh incredible value in and we hope that that farmers the more they learn about it um, the more they they come to value it and um Count on it as well.
0: Angie, walk us through the process. If if a farmer is out scouting a field and they see something and they they want to take advantage of the digital crop doc, at that point, what are the steps?
1: Sure. So they they would go to a website and um, there's a just an online form. And you know everybody has pretty darn good cameras in their pockets right now. You know everybody carries most people carry a a smartphone so they can use that smartphone to take pictures they can submit up to 10 separate pictures Um, they uh, basically tell us all kinds of information just to help us get those context clues so when did you first start to see the symptoms again how they're distributed in the field and then on plants what what hybrid did you plant that can also help to provide context clues um, and then, and when have you uh, applied your inputs? When was your last fertilizer application, herbicide application, fungicide, or insecticide application? What was your previous crop? Um, all of that information can help us to to uh, get to that prim- prim- uh, preliminary, excuse me, diagnosis. Um, and so, the pictures alone can sometimes give us the information we need to, to end up with that preliminary diagnosis, but oftentimes it's that combination there um, where you have the, the photos and those context clues that can help us get to, get to a diagnosis. So as soon as a person would submit um, that form, um, they can do it standing in the field if they have reception. Um, As soon as they submit that, it gets routed into University of Minnesota Extension. We have a network of folks that act as diagnosticians. And um, whoever is on call for that particular week will take a look at it. Um, If they have additional questions, they can um, contact the the person that made that submission. And You know, this isn't necessarily only (laughs) limited to to crop uh, advisors and farmers, you know, um, students. If, if there's a, a high school or college stu- student, even a middle school student, that sees something in a field that that they don't know uh, what it is, they can they can make a submission to it. it's free. Um, the the diagnostician will um, either contact the person through phone or email. Um, and tell them what they, they believe the, the symptom actually is. And then um, they will, along with that preliminary diagnosis, they will supply management recommendations. Some things you can do something about in, in the field that particular growing year. Um, so let's say you have um, a gray leaf spot um, disease showing up in the, the lower part of your corn canopy. Well, that's something that you can do something about this season. It's caused by a fungus. And so, um, fungicides are labeled for that particular disease. And, and you'd want to then go ahead and, and protect those, uh, the ear leaf and, and above in the plant because that's where, uh, that's where our, um, engine that, that basically produces all of the, uh, all of the nutrients that go into our, filling out our ears and, and kernels. That's where that comes from. And so let's say you have gray leaf spot, you can get a a management recommendation and do something about it this year. But for example, if you have um, Goss's wilt symptoms, that's something that's caused by a bacterial disease. And so really all you'd be able to do this year would be um, note that you indeed have Goss's wilt so that the next time that you plant corn in that particular field, you know that you have that inoculum there, and you should really work on selecting the most resistant hybrid to plant. And so, you know, we it's all about getting return on investments. Obviously, each input needs to at least pay for itself um, in yield. And so um, you if you apply the fungicide, trying to treat the, our um, grasses will, that would probably be a significant loss of of revenue there. And so it's all about trying to improve um, that farm's productivity and uh, not waste their money either.
0: And as you said earlier, it's a free tool for Minnesota farmers thanks to the generous support of groups like Minnesota Corn.
1: That's right. We couldn't do it without that funding.
0: Anything else about the digital crop doc that you want to make sure we talk about?
1: No, um, no no submission um, is, you know, we, we appreciate every submission. We, we appreciate, that, appreciate that people will have taken the time to, to make the submission. And I have to tell you, the first submission that we got was somebody that um, took a picture. They had split some stalks of, of their corn plant, um, and they took pictures of the internal um, workings of, of the stock and they wanted to know what was wrong with their plant. Um, there was nothing wrong with the plant. It just I'm thinking the person just hadn't split stocks before to, to know what it looked like inside. That's perfectly fine. That's great information for that person to then eventually get because um, they then know when uh, they see something a little bit different happening within a stock, they then know that, okay, there might be a problem. And so, so no, no submission is, is, a, I would believe, a, a waste of anybody's time on, on their end or our end. And, and, you know, um, if, if it's something that is of interest or, or we think would be of value for people in the, the larger community to know about, obviously we're not going to share anybody's, um, location or their, their personal information, identifying information. But you know what, um, we could potentially, um, alert other people that, that there is a particular disease that has shown up in, for example, the 2022 growing season. And, and that information can then help, help, uh, your friends and neighbors too, as they try to produce that 2022 corn crop.
0: As we close, Angie, what is the university website for people that want to find this digital crop doc?
1: Sure. Yes. thanks for asking. Um, All anybody has to do, whether you use Google or or Firefox or whatever search engine you use, um, you can type in digital crop doc, and it'll be the first thing that pops up um, on the list of, of websites with that search.
0: And to learn more about the Innovation Grant Program, visit mncorn.org.